and welcome back to the show ladies and gentlemen we are gathered around for another ritual yes we are continuing to talk about ghost its lore and all the papas we first talked about papa emeritus one primo then we talked about papa emeritus two secundo and now we're on papa emeritus three terzo <laughs> and with me i have my friend and fellow ghost fan and secundo himself Joe, say hi. Do your thing. How you doing? This is Joe from Monsters and Madman Review on TikTok. Come check out my page. Mostly horror, but now I repost a lot of ghost videos, and it seems to be almost more popular than my horror stuff. Kind of weird how that happened. Well, if only we could be as famous as Ghost. One day. <laughs> so Terzo and Melora, it's an interesting cycle, because it's really a fan-favorite cycle. And... One of the things I found interesting is a lot of people don't necessarily think Terzo's dead, but we can get into that. Um, kind of like you said with all our friends here, we each think there's like one Papa that kind of fits who we already are as a person. So Jake was primo, rough, tough, quiet. Straightforward. By comparison, right, right to the point. Myself as Secundo, drinking, bald, loud, kind of rude. Italian pimp. Yeah, basically. Mob boss. And now Terzo is who we consider Dylan, the showman. Short. He is the shortest papa. He is the shortest papa. He is also, and this is very important, he is the ultimate, unsurpassed, utmost kazoo master. Yes. I, I forgot to say, people, grab your kazoos. And he's <clears throat> also the bisexual papa. He is the bisexual papa. If there's like the rock star papa... This is him. I also, he is probably a little bisexual, too. Oh, he's definitely bi. I will also mention the album Meliora and uh, Papa Emeritus Three by awards... Is their best album. Is their best album. He is the best Papa. To be honest, I only like it just a little bit more than, uh, than Opus Apotamus. And to be honest, I think I might like Opus Apotamus a little bit more, but... Terzo was a lot more interesting than Primo. Oh, of course. The thing about Meliora, too, is I like some of their songs, and then there's it's it's polarizing for me. There's songs I like, and then the other half I don't really like. I, I might We might be the only people who think this, but I think uh, Meliora was a step down from Infestissimum, but I still think Meliora was very good. I, I think Infestissimum is just a little bit better than Meliora. But again, as we've said on the show before, and I think people agree with this too, Ghost has no bad songs. Mm, I agree. So I would probably say there's, what, five albums? So this would be my fourth favorite, second from the bottom. Yes. And that's not saying anything's wrong with this. And I think Terza... I've said this before. I think if we came into Ghost... There's a ch uh, during this time, during the 2015 to 2017 time frame, I think there's a good chance we would have thought Terzo was the best Papa. Probably. He is very popular. Uh, you know, I've watched the live videos and like the, uh, the interviews. He is charming. He is funny. He's hitting on all the ghouls. I really, I mean, I like Copia a lot more. Actually, like out of the four Papas, he's probably my third favorite. So I really only like Primo less than him but I like Copia then Secundo then Terzo then Primo he has a stage presence he really does and uh, before we get into the songs he's based on Bella Lugosi he is and today 
is May 26th, World Dracula Day. And Bela Lugosi was the first Dracula. Um, so I think it's kind of fitting that we're doing it today. Um, I'm Terzo, but I am not a vampire. <laughs> there's a lot to go into Terzo. Um, so when he first showed up and took over for Secundo, I mentioned this during our Investissimum video, he was actually wearing a Secundo mask. It was just a little bit more brightly colored. They sent him the wrong mask. So for the t first two shows, Terzo was actually wearing a Secundo mask. But then he got his own unique face paint. And I would say, um, once we're into Terzo and Copia, the skull paint doesn't really look like a skull too much anymore. No. Like, you can kind of see it, but now he just kind of looks like his own thing, really. He, he has a rock star look, like the slick back hair, the, you know, face paint. He's, he's wearing the tux now. I also think it's funny. Um, so he is the younger brother of the first two Papas and probably the older brother of Copia, or he and Copia might be around the same age, whatever. He's That's Copia before real. Copia. He re yeah, he's like diet copia. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, one of the things to note is in the lore, he is the younger brother of Secundo by three months. Meaning pa probably they're all half-brothers. Papa Neil got around. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Terzo, Eli, I think we probably would have liked him. Like, he would have been our favorite. I think Copia would have won me over eventually, but I think it would have been a hard fight. Uh, actually, uh, again, before we get into the song, you did a poll. I did a poll. So there's a group on Facebook, In Ghost We Trust. So yesterday, I posted that I was doing a podcast with Dylan, and I wanted to see the uh, results of who people thought were better. At the moment, there's 169, which is something Terzo probably would have loved, <laughs> 169 votes. And uh, Copia is beating out Terzo. So Terzo has 64 votes and Copia has 105. And me and Dylan were debating this beforehand who we thought was more popular because we both like Copia better. I'm kind of surprised Terzo is not winning. Yeah, especially for the older fans. Right. Granted, I also got a decent... I got a comment saying that Secundo was someone's favorite. But really, Terzo and Copia are by far the most popular. They're the ones who go on all the merch. Granted, you know, you have a Secundo shirt. I know there's a Primo shirt out there, but... At the end of the day, it really comes down to Copia mm -hmm. and Terzo are ghost. Yeah. And this album, Melior, besides them winning their first Grammy, it's... The time Ghost has gone mainstream. I would say so. More so with... Uh, I'd say this is this introduced them to the mainstream. Prequel and Impera, they're stars. Yes. But with getting into the album here now, our first song is Spirit. Okay, so this... I like this song. I don't have it on my playlist, but it opens up really weird. It's got this, like, sci-fi, uh, like, synth... Like, yeah. It feels like we're being abducted by aliens. I agree. It's not one of my favorites from them. I like it enough, but it's not one of my favorites. Me too. Um, you know, again, good opening soundtrack. Uh, the opening is a little weird, but still a good song. 
Next, this is one of their popular ones, From the Pinnacle to the Pit. I like this one's beat and tone. Going to the hell, going to hell. Again, this one's not one of my favorite songs. You're gonna hear me say that a lot from uh, Meliora, but not one of my favorite songs, but I love its beat. It is one when I do play it, it gets me pumped. I love it, but it's not one of my go-to. And it's basically you were on top, and yeah, now fucking suck now. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I, I, this song, you know, every album has their theme. Uh, you know, number one is about, uh, not number one, Opus Eponymous is about the uh, coming of the Antichrist. Number two is basically praising. This is, I think you mentioned the last one, the absence of God. The absence of God in the world, yes. One of their songs is about absent God. So this theme, it's... It's very a religious album, but very like empty. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the songs about emptiness. Yeah. And then, speaking of emptiness, this next song, by Awards, it is their best song. It is one of my favorite songs. I like this one a lot too. It is incredibly dark and toxic. Cerise. So there's a lot of cool things to talk about with Cerise. So it is one of my favorite ghost songs. This one is. There's really only two songs from this album without getting into the EPs uh, where I just play this one on repeat and this is one of those songs. Um, I think my favorite thing to come out of Cerise is how he interacts with the audience on stage. Cerising them. Yep. Reaching out, grabbing someone's hand, kissing it, putting it on his heart while he sings. I, For some reason, I love that. I also think this is probably their second best music video. Very much so. Because it's so funny to have the kids up there dressed <laughs> as Papa singing and shit. Do you believe that's Terzo as a kid? Yeah. I like to... My head canon tells me that's Terzo as a kid basically pretending to be nil. Yeah. Because the face paint looks a little bit more like Secundo, but it kind of looks like Nil's face paint. Granted, I know Nil was not a character yet Yeah. in this time period. Nil doesn't get introduced until... The end of this, actually. But uh, I like to think that was Terzo excited, getting ready to be Papa himself. So, and the music video is basically, it's a talent show, a kid's talent show in like element, elementary school, middle school. It's the band is kids and about Suicing, he's singing this song and there's this young girl in the audience and he's singing to her and it turns out she has powers like Carrie and basically comes a, becomes a talent show massacre. One of my favorite little things about Ghost is they do love horror movies themselves, so they put little things in, like, I think we said during Opus Epotamus, that poster for it, the artwork, was uh, Salem's Lot. So they do a lot of that. Uh, yeah, no, and and at the end, so funny, everyone's freaked out, Every, the um, auditorium's empty, but then his parents just stand up and clap. Uh, yeah, also, my, my head canon tells me that that's like, that's baby Terzo, you know? Yeah, and one line I love from the song is, I know your soul is, is not, not tainted, tainted, even though, even you've, though been you've been told so, me too. It just, to me, I've, uh, and Ghost is all about like anti-religion. I've had to be around people who've told me like, hey, you're going to hell if you don't do this. Go down to Hampton Beach, the guy's passing out like, Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you, Jesus, he knows me. <laughs> like, you know, you say that to them and they think you're on their side. <laughs> I had to hide my ghost shirt from one of those because they were probably going to think I'm some devil worshiper. But 
that and from my church that I used to go to as a kid, people would tell me, Dylan, you're going to hell. You need to pray. I think it really is kind of funny though, because I sometimes feel like I'm a little bit of a contradiction because I love Jesus. I'm Catholic. I believe what the Bible says, but I really love this band. Well, Joe, it's very tongue in cheek, as I told you. Yes. It's a satire, and you like the horror aspects. I do. Doesn't That's mean what got me. A- doesn't mean you're a Satanist. <laughs> what got me was Mariana Cross is very catchy, but then I loved the spooky imagery, like the cult-like imagery. Mm. And, yeah, no, me too. I just, I love rock and roll music. I love the 80s, 90s influences, and I like the horror stuff. I would not be into horror stuff years ago, so it'd be interesting if I discovered them, you know, from Opus or, uh, you know, Infestissimum or, you know, 2015 Terzo. So, moving on from Cerise, that means church, by the way. So, there's their religion uh, in uh, influences. The next song is a brief song, Spoke Sonnet. Or, I probably mispronounced, I know I mispronounced that. It's just a quick little song, a uh, little instrumental, more so just a segue into the next song. Really, instrumentals are more your thing than my thing. I don't really like this one. It's just like a filler. Yeah. And the next song, I don't really like this one. It is very popular. He is. I like He is. It's not, again, not one I listen to all the time, but I like it because it sounds peaceful and easygoing. It's it's about the devil. (laughs) Instead of praising God, He is. I I actually, I I really love it just because it's, it's a, it's soft. It's almost sounds angelic. And I think that's the whole point. And that's something I really like about this. Song. And I love that because it's, you mentioned it's angelic. No, it's demonic. So on the, yes, on the album itself, again, not counting the EP, because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to have some good stuff to say on the EP, but this is probably from the main album, their third best song on here. I would put this in third place for the core album. This song... My favorite from the album is Cerise. Yes, of course. I didn't know if I said it, but that changes once we get into the EP. Yes, my favorite from the album is also Cerise. Uh, With He Is, this is Terzo. Yes. Charming, peaceful. I was going to say the same thing. It's very much... He Is is the definition of who Terzo is. Yes, and the music video, he's baptizing people. You see titties. <laughs> you can, can you see me baptizing people? <laughs> I am ordained. Uh, anyway, so moving on. The next song uh, is Mummy Dust. I like this one a lot, too. I probably like this right under he is because um, it's a fun song. Technically, this song is about Trump. In God... In God you trust My mummy dust I think the best part about this song Is when you go to the concerts Granted we haven't gotten to experience this yet They shoot uh, confetti money out That has Either Sister Imperator uh, Papa Nil I think Terzo was on one I think this new one One side for the Re-Imperator that just started the other day and I don't know if it's going to change once it gets stateside, but I know one side is Nil and Sea Store, and then on the back side it's Copia. That makes sense. Um, His parents, I'm one f- big happy family. <laughs> I'm very excited to see this live. 
I hope we get some of those. I, yeah, I would, Don't I they would, sell for like hundreds on? They do. They sell for a lot. But I would really, uh, I would really put this one just under he is. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, do I like it more than he is? But I'm not sure. Oh, and at the rituals, we'll get the Goulet guitar solo. Yes. Which is amazing. You know, honestly, this song took a while to grow on me because one basically whispers the whole lyrics. This was my, actually the third ghost song I listened to. First one was Mariana Cross. My second one was Hunter's Moon. And then this was, uh, this was the third one. And what I think is funny is obviously I liked it enough to keep going, you know? Yes. Uh, and, and it's all about money, how you know it's worthless, your mummy dust when you die. Uh, and it's also uh, Tobias Forge's uh, repugnant background coming because it's, it's not shouted lyrics, but it's very fast, very hard hitting. It's a very metal Graspy, song. Graspy. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Very, uh, the lyrics, uh, gravelly, raspy. Yes, whisk. gravelly, that's what I'm going for. So I like this song. Again, took a while to grow on me, but I put it on my playlist and I sing along and hopefully we get some of those dollar bills. That's what I'm hoping for. So next song is, I don't really like these next ones coming up, Majesty. Overrated, it's our most overrated song. I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad song, but every once in a while I'll talk to people and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I love Majesty. It's my favorite ghost song. And I'm just like, really? I don't really like it. I, yeah, I, you know what? I'm glad people like it out there. I'm mm -hmm. glad it's popular. I like, I've said this before, especially about movies, because I like movies that people think are absolutely terrible and cheesy. <laughs> we know. I like that people get to watch stuff that makes them happy. I like liking things and people should be allowed to like things. I just this might be, in my personal opinion, one of the weakest ghost songs. Yeah, I agree with that. I just don't like the people who, who look down on you for liking. Right. Like, and I don't want to be looking down on people who have common interests. Mm -hmm. I, I just think Majesty is a little overrated. I didn't know it was overrated. I just, not one of my favorite songs from this I album. will say I like the art that they did for Majesty where it turns out looked like King Kong. Yes. That was pretty cool. Yes. I love King Kong. You love King Kong. Next song, again, one of those just segues, Devil Church. It's in the name, Satanic Temple. Right. It was very spot on. Yep. I love ghost subtlety. This one was not very subtle. No. <laughs> so next song, I, I kind of just discovered it recently because I hadn't really listened to Meliora all the way through. And it's one of my new favorite songs, Absolution. Absolution is my second favorite song on this track. It's, you've said this before. It's like the villain's theme. Yes. It's like the villain wanting you to beg for mercy. And cry for absolution. I, I really like this. There is a chance that this is better than Cerise, but I love Cerise a lot. Um, but yeah, I would say the order for this album, that was the last song on the album, right? Nope, there's one more. There's one more? Yep. All right. Let's talk about the next one before we order our top three or four. It's all good. Put your hands up and reach for the sky. Cry for absolution. Just love that lyric. Like, you know the old 
saying, say your prayers. Mm -hmm. This is say your prayers or I'm going to kill you. And then I'll kill you. Next one, uh, Joe, actually it fits what you said uh, about the absence of God. In the translation, deus in absentia. Absent God. God in absence. <laughs> uh, as we kind of already seen, this is a song that I always forget about. <laughs> but then when it gets brought back up to me, I'm like, ah, oh, it's nice. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's another one of those calming songs. I don't know. I... It, again, it's not a song uh, it that deserves I, more respect than I personally give it. Yeah, again, it's one of those songs that, like, as I mentioned before, uh, I like half the songs on Meliora, then the other half I'm like, pass, but at the rituals, I'll sing. <laughs> so, your favorite, Suris? Suris. My favorite's also Suris. I would say Absolution's next for me. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? No, I, I agree. I'm right. going in. And then third, probably he is. I do love Mummy Dust, though, so I feel like maybe that one's really up to my mood. Probably he is, though. My my top three are, were pretty much the same. Cerise, Absolution, then Mummy Dust. He is, again, I don't know. Just I like it because it's deceiving. Hmm. And I think that goes with their evil theme, Satan being the greatest deceiver. Because it's so, like, you listen to it, and it almost sounds like it could be about God. Or but an it angel. Or Jesus. Do not sing it in your church talent show. No. I think it would take people a while to get a, get on. I think there would still be people clapping at the end, and then there'd be the rest of that church choir going, the fuck? That's one thing I miss <laughs> in this album. The church choirs, or satanic choirs, there is some, like, in the background, but... Not like Year Zero or Monstrance Clock. I mean, those are two of the best ghost songs. Yeah. So. They weren't able to get a choir for this album. And so that covers Meliora, the album. And as before, every ghost album except Opus has had an EP of covers. The first um, song is my personal second favorite ghost song. I only think Mariana Cross is better. Square Hammer. Square Hammer. So and this song is kind of dual about two things, and it's kind of Link if you miss is about Freemasonry. Which Tobias Forge is a Freemason. And I actually learned this from watching a video with a pastor talking about it. It's kind of about being on your last leg of life and asking the devil for mercy. And I think this song is really good. Like the beat to it, the beat to it is probably better than Mariana Cross. I just like Mariana Cross better for the lyrics and the sound overall. But the like that's fucking awesome. If there's one thing about Meliora, uh, and uh, you know, this this album is that they're very fun to play along to. Yes. Cerise, Mummy Dust. Like, if I learned like, guitar, I'd learn like, like I'd like to learn how to play some of these songs. Yes, <laughs> I, this would be the reason I would play guitar. Like, I only think Mariana Cross is a better song. And I don't mean that just about Ghost. I mean, like, if you give me every song in the world, the only song that I think is better than Square Hammer is Mariana Cross. Are you on the square? Are, Are you on, on the, the level? level? Are right. you ready to swear right here, right now? The next one, <laughs> Star, is Nocturnal Me. Is that yeah. the next one? Yes. You and me just listened to this. I don't. And uh... you didn't like it. I loved it. And I think it's funny that that was North and South. 
I just like how it goes and the rhythm to it and the way he does that me, and you were just kind of not with it. It's almost like a lullaby. Kind of. Again, some ghost covers I like. They, these, not the best, but there is one I do like. Uh, actually, going back to Square Hammer, it was supposed to be on Meliora, but they wrote it very late. Oh, let's go back back to Square Hammer. The music video. The music video. Holy hell, how did we forget to talk about that? Well, it's Nosferatu. It's basically Nosferatu. It's the best music video that they have. Um, well, I think you like Dance Macabre a little better yes. for the music video. And Cerise. This like is Cerise. actually my favorite ghost music video, which is funny because it's not Copia. But... Tobias is a movie guy, so... The, there is a lot of those horror movie references with just Nosferatu. You could argue there are references to demons with them sitting in the theater and stuff coming. Uh, it was just a really, really great music video. And if you're familiar with movies like uh, Nosferatu, but also like Metropolis, it's very German expressionism. Yes. Silent movie. Do you know what I really appreciated mm -hmm. about it? So it's a black and white music video, but they did it in a grainy way. So what was white was really yellow green when you looked at it yep. and the rest was black. It was really good. Oh, and I cannot believe forgot this square hammer. As of this tour, the Imperator, it's there. It's their closing song. All right. I have very mixed feelings about this, right? I miss Monstrance Clock. <laughs> so square hammer, obviously, like I said, second best song of all time. Mm -hmm. Monstrous Clock to me is the closer. I love Monster's Clock. Terzo, I mean, it's a Kundo song, but there's a special connection with Terzo and Monster's, Monster's Clock. The birds and the bees. Um, I love it when he talks about Monster's Clock, but we should hold off on talking about Monster's Clock. But if Monster's Clock isn't going to be the closer, I will accept Square Hammer. Yeah, it's basically saying like, hey, you said it. You're on your last leg of life. Making a deal with the devil for mercy. All right, so we already talked about Nocturnal Me. What's the next one? Next one is called I Believe by Simeon Mobile Disco. And you liked this one a little bit. A little bit, but not the... I don't think this one's the best either. No. A lot of this problem is the original ones I don't necessarily care yeah. for. I don't really know these original ones, but I do know the next one. It's number four, Missionary Man by... Mix. I think Ghost's cover is better than the original. I do think so too. I love Mix. Be interesting to see. Uh, you know what I Ghost? wish they would cover from them? Sweet Dreams? Sweet Yeah. Pretty much. Or uh, I know it's uh, Ann Lennox, but uh, if they covered uh, I Put a Spell on You. Yeah. And one thing about Missionary Man is it seems like Tobias Forge is doing an interesting voice, like kind of like a country voice. Kind of, yes. But it fits the religious religious themes. I do like this cover. I think of this Pop Star EP, it's their best cover. Besides Square Hammer. Which I, is think not I, a like, cover. I think I like I think I like Nocturnal Me for the cover on this better. Good and song. Then, is there one more? Yes, one more. It is straight up Bible. Another one I think is a little <laughs> I hear people say that this is the better cover. Not so much anymore. Phantom Mom just came out and Jesus, he knows me. <laughs> he knows uh, I'm right. 
I think Jesus He Knows Me is probably their best cover, and I think most people agree with me now. But for a while, I hear people go, oh, oh, you know what? I have to double back, because he did Sympathy for the Devil, but we haven't gotten it released. But people were saying that Bible is probably his best cover, and I was just like, I don't think so. No. When we talk about Impera and Phantom Arm, I still think Jesus He Knows Me is the best cover. I, yeah, I always forget about that he did Sympathy for the Devil, though. But that, again, this is all going to be copia when we talk about that. Yes. Last song, uh, not on Popestar, but on some like deluxe editions that I see online, Zenith. Mm -hmm. I haven't really heard the song, so I can't really give no, my I've opinions. I've heard every ghost song at least once or twice. The problem is I don't think the covers are that. I think the covers are good. I, I would just rather listen to their original music with the exception of Sympathy for the Devil and Jesus He Knows Me. Yeah. But, you know, paying tribute and respect to the artists. Uh, actually, a few, uh, few days ago, Tina Turner just died, so... Yeah, well, we'll talk about that once we're talking about Impera and Phantom One. But yeah, but we're all talking about covers. They do have a habit. He, T Tobias, has a habit of predicting the future, huh? Mm -hmm. He's a good artist. What can I say? So that wraps up Meliora, and that wraps up Pope Star. Anything else we can add? Yeah, we have to wrap up Terzo. Yes, uh, but before we do that, anything else? No. No. Oh, the kazoo. The kazoo. The kazoo of destiny. We've mentioned it. Yeah. So the kazoo of destiny is literally just a yellow kazoo. I think they got it at a dollar store or something. And he has a little stand for it. Yes. One of my favorite things about Terzo is he'll they'll be doing something and then he'll just pull out the kazoo and start humming the song from the kazoo. <laughs> it's really goofy. <laughs> See, the, the thing I will say, as much as I love... Uh, for number two is like Secundo. I like him more than Terzo. Terzo is a lot of fun to talk about. Oh, very much so. Because he's a funny guy. He's charming in the rock star way. When we talk about Copia, he's charming in the goofball way. Like, right. he's really stupid. Like, I definitely think Terzo is more charming. Copia, no. to me, is a comedian. Yes. Terzo is just the rock star, like, lovable rock star. Unfortunately, though, for the clergy, he was not doing his job. He be was being too much of a showman and getting away from the message. So, at a concert in, I get, I keep forgetting, Europe. I'll just say Europe. Uh, or is Joe's looking it up now? I think it might have been up. Germany. But... I think it's important that you explain this, because this is the exit of your second favorite papa yes <laughs> and the introduction of your favorite character from the ghost lore in general yes so at this concert terzo is singing monstrance clock as he's singing two and we'll talk about this when we talk about nil as well but two men come up on stage drag him off uh joe told me uh None of the ghouls knew, so they were all surprised. Yeah, the ghouls weren't told. That's why there was mixed reactions. Some of the ghouls stood there, some kept playing, and one, I don't know which one it was, actually went to go get him. Mm -hmm. You can see him running, yeah. which must have been funny to be Tobias in the costume. The guy comes out and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, it's cool. It's part of the show. <laughs> and then two uh, 
bodyguards, clergy members are escorting this old papa. He's got the oxygen mask, cane. He comes out, introduces himself as I am Papa Emeritus Zero. Party's over. The Dark Ages have begun. And that is the introduction to your favorite character from Ghost. And what do we call him now? Papa Nil. <laughs> With a saxophone. He didn't have the saxophone yet. So that wraps up Terzo. I'm really excited for the next one to talk about my favorite character from the Ghost lore. And when we talk about how he shows up, I can't wait to be the one to say that. And my favorite albums. <laughs> and so Terzo, charming, basically Copia before Copia. Ghost is now gone mainstream. Qu a quick thing though, uh, I'm surprised. I know the lore is the lore, but why? Uh, I'm surprised they got rid of Terzo because he did bring ghosts to the... Right, and we're going to talk about this a bit. And we'll talk about it now because we said with Terzo. Yep. And, or we said with Primo and Secundo that they've died. Yep. And Terzo is dead too. He was executed the same day as his older brothers. Kind of. Probably. Pro Maybe. Probably not. Hmm. Maybe. Probably yes. It, we don't know. The lore so, will change. The lore changes. And right now we're in a period where there's many different theories about what's going to happen. A new Papa is Pop's possible Papa 5. Uh, my favorite theory, Copia is the Antichrist. Uh, Robo Papa is a theory going around at the moment. And then the other theory is the return of Terzo. And there's evidence for it. Uh, when they did the first tours for prequel, they had a section where you could walk through and see the Papa's bodies. And the lids that Terzo was in were scratched from the inside. And Terzo's gloves have sharp nails on them. Like he was trying to claw his way out of the coffin. Another piece of evidence for that is in the video, uh, once they're doing their autopsies and embalming them, uh, Terzo's foot moves when he's supposed to be dead. Um, the Escape from the Clergy game, another piece of evidence is in uh, Neil's office. There are X's on the dead Papas. So they have their photos and Primo has an X, Secundo has an X, and I believe Neil has an X. Terzo's not even in there. No X for Terzo, no photo of Terzo, no nothing. He was also predominantly featured in that game as statues and with imagery. I think this is a weak piece of evidence of Terzo coming back from the dead, but uh, people say it's a it's not a coincidence. Uh, Terzo is getting an action figure. I don't think that matters because Primo and Secundo already have action figures. I already have them, so I think they're just going in order. Um, the other evidence is people want Terzo back. Um, yeah, in a sense, it shows that Terzo still really popular when Copia. When we talk about him, was introduced, not a lot of people were big fans of him. In the beginning, to my understanding, people hated Copia because he wasn't Terzo. Let me ask you this. If they replaced Copia with Terzo, how would you feel? Uh, I like Copia. Would so. you want to see it? No, but I'm interested, if you know what I mean. I would rather see the return of Terzo than a brand new Papa 5 or a Robo Papa. But I would rather keep Copia. I would rather have Antichrist Copia. 
This is one thing I said that before. And this, I think, would make everybody happy. Because they're doing those two shows back to back in September where people think something is going to happen. What if the 11th show, the September 11th show, it ends with Sukun, or, uh, Terzo coming out and killing Copia and announcing that he's back? And then the September 11th show is with Terzo. But then Antichrist Copia comes out and takes his spot back and kills Terzo a second time. That would be amazing. It's very theatrical. Maybe that's why they're filming it. It could be cool, right? Like, if we, that would give us the best of both worlds Antichrist Copia and Return of Terzo. I'm back. I mean, I guess we could also <laughs> say Terzo, if he's rising from the dead, could be the Antichrist. That's true. I Risen. In the end of the day, I want Copia. I like Terzo enough, but in according to character lore, I like Terzo, I'm sorry, Copia, Secundo, Terzo. True. So, and I, I will say this. Uh, no, I really don't want Copia to go anywhere. No, I don't. I've, actually, before I say anything, that basically says that Terzo is very popular and he might not be dead yet. What else would be interesting to have them do? What if when he he brings Terzo back, but it's almost like uh, like a race. Like he does every other show. Like one show he does as Terzo, the next show he does as Copia, and it's like back to back and back. And at the end, whichever shows were more popular or whatever is the person who stays Papa. You predicted that with your poll. <laughs> In the beginning, that poll was swinging back and forth, but Terzo, I mean, Copia, he's got a strong grip on it now. He pulled ahead far. I really don't think Terzo is the fan favor that many people think he is now because I think Copia is just so popular. And also because uh, Copia with Prequel and Impera is now all mainstream. People are used to, he's the face of the band. But don't forget that face changes so many times too. Even just Copia himself, he showed up as the Cardinal, no skull paint. Then it was the same Vincent Price style mask with skull paint. Yeah. And then he had two for one plastic surgery. And Copia has so many different outfits. Yeah. Well, on that note, that wraps up Terzo. And next show, we're going to be talking about our favorite, Copia. <laughs> but also, it's at this time. We segue into, you know, there is no Papa, because Copia, when you start off, is a cardinal. This, calling this the rise of Copia, the vacancy of the papacy. And we'll also but be- we kind of have a Pope. Yeah. We have your favorite guy. We have Papa Nil, and we'll be talking about Nil too in their EP, and with some of our favorite songs, Joe's favorite song. So anyway, that wraps up this ritual. Joe, anything else to add? No, I'm just very excited about it. It was fun talking to him. I didn't realize how much fun Terzo was to talk about because he's just such an interesting character. Yes, and also I'll say that, like, you know, Papa's uh, 1 and 2, yeah, they have some personality. It's Meliora and Terzo. They, the band is, you know, coming into their own, obviously become mainstream, but there's now a personality. They've started creating a lore about themselves. Uh, with like the chapter videos. So honestly, I, I am excited to talk about Prequel. I am. And well, with that, I'll say, Joe, thank you for coming on and just lock your cabins and it's lights out. 